My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. Good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to my podcast, My Love of Energy. And yes, that is my dog barking. And today I have doing another interview with one of the great writers in the book, The Story of the Muses. And I'm really, um, how do I explain this? This is probably the one I've been looking forward to the most. I've known Mer Monson. I don't even know if I got her last name right, but I've known her for three or four years and I've had just a reverence for this woman and who she is and how she shows up in life. So with that, welcome. Thank you, Anna. It's so awesome to be here and get to hang out with you for a little while. I know we, we were in a, a thing called Super Coach Academy in 2018. Whoa, was that, that long ago? <laughs> yeah. 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 And then we both pursued it to the how far we could take that road. And, and then we both ended up writing with Jules Swales. And how did you start writing with Jules? Gosh, I'm trying to remember. I think... Um, I had a friend who wrote with her and I was doing a podcast with that friend and she brought Jules up and it, it sparked something. I mean, I used to write a little bit when I was back in high school and so it sparked something. And then I remember I met Jules at a Michael Neal event and I just started pegging her with questions <laughs> I think I picked her off at some point. She was like, just come and do it. My goodness. Like just sign up. (laughs) And I was like, fine, I will. And I've never left. I've been with her ever since. And how long have you been writing with her? What level are you on? Oh man, I don't know. Um, Seven or eight. Are you doing wild, dark and passion? No, I've done all the levels and now I'm in poets and writers and and artists. So, And I'm curious, how has writing impacted your life? I think probably more than anything else, it has allowed me some... Um, some space from my own human experience. It's allowed me some breathing room, um, some perspective, some just, yeah, it's allowed it to become a little less personal. Mm. Say more. What do you mean by that? That's so good. Um, Well, actually, I totally forgot this, but I started writing before I met Jules. I started writing uh, when I, right after I was diagnosed with cancer. And and I, I, I didn't want people bugging me and asking me constantly how I was doing. And so I thought if I just start an online blog, 
then I can just say how I'm doing and how I'm feeling whenever I want to. And people can go read it whenever they want to and just leave me all alone. <laughs> so that's when I, and, and the moment I opened my little laptop with my little bald head, like I just, it's like I just took off and started flying. Like I couldn't stop writing. And particularly in the cancer experience, it, it gave me this, it gave me a sense of the me behind and beneath the experience I was having. And when you're diagnosed with cancer, it's like you've got it tattooed on your forehead. Like no one sees or talks about anything else when they engage mm -hmm. with you. And it just, it allowed me to, to fall into my essence, if you will, to fall into the part of me that wasn't sick and just be able to describe and explain and explore the experience I was having, but from my own well-being and my own health. Uh, did you hear what you just said? No. Do you have any idea what you <laughs> said? Like, like, oh my God, to fall into the part of you that wasn't sick. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. You said it no so nonchalantly. <laughs> well, I've probably said that turn of phrase before about that experience, but, but, and I don't, and now I say it like, that's not just about cancer. That's what it's still doing for me. I mean, I can write about depression. I can write about motherhood angst. I can write about anything. I can write about physical pain. I can write about anything and, and have it. And I, I get the same gift. What's that place in you like? What's that? I, I love this. Whatever this place that isn't sick, whatever you said there, what's that place in you? What's it like? Oh, the first thing that occurs to me, it's the place where I'm never thinking about myself. Mm. Mm. Um. Know, where where it's just happening where everything's allowed um, <laughs> there's like an infinite amount of wiggle room and grace and love and acceptance I'm pretty fun there too <laughs> <laughs> like I'm you know like I laugh a whole lot more when I'm inhabiting that space you know, there's just, there's a lightness to, there's the seriousness that is very much a part of my, my human mask just isn't there. And oh my gosh, it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's where they say it's a feeling, you know how you're feeling, you can tell where you are. <laughs> yeah, that. Mm. Have you, it seems like, have you developed a stronger relationship or does writing allow you to go there more? Hmm. I don't know. I would almost say I have to go there in order to be able to write. 
at, well, least, at least you write well. I don't know that that's true. I don't know that it is either, but that's what's coming out of my, my mouth. I, I agree with you. And I think it's a totally different kind of writing. Say what do you mean? Say what you mean. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I, I could, when you just said what you said, you know, I go to the place that was sick. Like I just see this eternal, and you talked about it, you know, it was this spacious, light, playful, anything goes. Um, and there's nothing to prove. There's no masks there. So the feeling and what's going to get produced there is going to be very different than what I'm writing out of my con my ego good. Well, I don't know, because when you're in that space, like everything's allowed. Like I don't spend, I, know. I don't spend tons of time in this amazing space I'm describing. Like I'm aware of it and I kind of know it's there. And I, I think it's probably with me more than I realize, but but I also feel like I spend tons of time out of it. Well, I agree, but I, I think what I'm proposing, I'm, I've got a hypothesis, you would let me, is that through your writing that like you get a feel for what it's like to be there. And so you become more of your life that way, unbeknownst to you, because the other one feels so crappy. Yeah, I can get behind what you're saying. I hear you now. Like you get a taste of it, a flavor of it. And you're like, well, why would I want to go live in the other place? Yeah. And the more, the more you allow, the more I allow myself go there to write from there or to at least, to, to at least write with it in the room, you know, the, the freer I get. I mean, I, I would consider writing class the place where I edit myself the least in my whole life. <laughs> That's why you're such a good reader. <laughs> mm. I mean, isn't that the def definition of freedom? To stop yeah, it. I, I had never heard it in those words. To not edit yourself like you get to see it turning live yeah that's where I wonder like the feeling of it like in day-to-day -day life like you could see how much of it, it is versus when you're writing from this place yeah I think that must be the difference that our teacher Jules is talking about between, you know, when you're stuck in your story, you're not in that place. But when yeah. you're in that place, the story shows up, but there's no um, stickiness to it. It's not about that. Yeah, there's space. There's like, space. yeah, that's um, weird. Yeah. Like you're an observer of the story rather than the character in the story, the star yeah, of the story. Yeah, and you're, it's not, it's not sticky in the way that you kind of know it's not you. And that's, 
have you found that like you've rewritten or how you've seen your past through your writing? Like the stories that used to tell, like you've rewritten them? No, I would say more that I've, I've found permission to, to express it in the way that I remember it. Oh, wow. You know, knowing that it's not like capital T true and that it actually happened this way or, or, and all the meaning I made of it and, you know, all of that, but it's just, just to be able to, there's something that happens to a human being when they find a way to express their own story that is just, I, I don't, I mean, even though I'm a writer, I have no words for that, but it's real. There's something very real that happens. I, I just put my hand on my heart because what I felt was um, when you said that is like an authentic way goes out, like a song comes out, an authentic song. But what I heard is that I don't have to lie about my experience. I don't have to pretend it was anything other than I just get to say what was true for me in my experience. Yeah. Yeah. I love not having to lie. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> oh, I'm so in love with that. So what was it you to do the muses? I'm curious. Say again. What was, what was it like for you to do the muses? Oh, goodness. <laughs> it was it was very transformative for me. I think I was a couple of muses in, maybe on the second one. And I, I got done with my piece and I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> and Jules says, you have got to stop dancing around what you're trying to say. Like, you need to just come out and say it. <laughs> oh, and wow. I, the, the moment that she said it, I knew it was true. Like, it was so funny because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't see that. I wouldn't allow myself to see that or know that. But the second those words came out of her mouth, I was like, oh, my gosh, she's right. And so the very next piece I wrote, I wrote this sentence that was something about coming out from behind my own skirt. <laughs> and, and, and that was it for me. Like from, from then on, I just allowed myself to inhabit all these parts and pieces of myself. So many of which had been shoved and shamed and quieted and smothered. And I mean, it, it's just, it's the same thing we're talking about of just all that breathing room to just be more of myself. And, and I just loved it. I, I just totally went all the way to those places and just let myself, let those words come out. I, I really took my brain off um, in that experience. And God, it was just so, it was so liberating. You know what you remind me? is somebody who like had an old house or something like that. And they found this beautiful old chest with all these old things, but it's really your parts of yourself 
else you'd forgotten. And it's like you're taking each object out and just remembering it and falling and in love with it. Like, like a reverence or like, oh my God, I love that part of me or I love this too. But instead yeah. of the object, it's the pieces of ourselves. Yeah, that's a beautiful image. It reminds me of what Linda Pettit said at our book launch about how beneath every voice of every muse is love. Yeah. They're all lovable. All those parts of us are lovable. That's just the truth. And it just becomes I, evident when you hang out with them, <laughs> which is what writing from the muses is, essentially. Well, and I think there's such an innocence in all of those parts. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But I feel like, um, you know, those old dolls where you would stitch, like you would sew the pieces together. It feels like you're sewing all of yourself together. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely more of me in the room now. Mm. And on the page. And has anybody noticed, besides me, <laughs> when I saw you? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Has anybody I mean, noticed I... the shift? I don't, I've never heard anyone speak about it in that way. But um, yeah, I get comments of that flavor from time to time. I think, inter interestingly enough, I haven't, I mean, this being published in this book is really the first time I have been, I've shared it beyond a writing circle, my writing, you know, that's of this, that's coming from more of me. And it, it actually terrified me. I'm okay now that it's actually out there. It was just the thought of it going out <laughs> that, that, that terrified me. So it, my writing hasn't been read very wide at this point. It's not the writing that I'm, I, you're a beautiful writer, but I, I, I remember why I took this class was a friend took it and I watched how much she changed. Uh. I just watched, it was a very, and I just see how much you, like, so having known you from four years ago, there's such a different sense of peace in you now. Well, that's cool. And I don't know that it's the writing. Yeah, there's just such a deep sense of peace and, and in your body and comfortable. And it just reminded me that why I asked that is because I think when we go and gather up all those parts and we just integrate them or we make, we're not shying them away that we would be more comfortable inside ourselves. Well, yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? And it just would happen so naturally. Yeah, without even trying. Yeah, it's like the, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can see it. It's like what happens because of it. Yeah. Like we don't see that this is what's happened. We're writing and this is what's happening along with it and we don't notice it. <laughs> All I can think is hallelujah, we can get there without working on ourselves. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's so exhausting. Oh God. Like there's a self to work on. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But there is, there's something beautiful about, I think what you said, going to this place and discovering those and being tender with them. I mean, that's my word or allowing them. Yeah. I don't know what that's for you. What is it for you when you go to the, and yeah, just that and letting them speak. Oh God. Say that I feel the sharp, like I'm going to, like how much, how much women generationally have not had a voice. Oh, yes. So isn't that, what does it mean? Isn't that cool? Like the, you know, we let, we let our own voices speak within us and then the world takes care of itself. You know, what, wow. what, what isn't right? What hasn't been said yet? What needs to be said? What needs to be heard? That, it, that just happens once we do this, once we allow them in here. There's something you just said, and I can feel it reverberating in me, is I'm going to let myself speak. I'm going to let it speak, but me. I'm going to let me speak, all parts of me. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Reminds me of, I was in yoga class this week. And at one point, the teacher just said, we were holding a yin pose for a long time. And she said, you know, just notice the space that you're taking up. You know, inhabit your space. Fill up the space that you're in. That's what that reminds me of. And I I feel like, in my experience of being a woman, I'm, I'm still stretching out. I'm still filling that up, learning that it's okay to do that. That it's not only okay, it's, it's good. You know, it's, it's needed. It wants to happen. Mm. You know, it's such a, uh, what's the word? such a simple and revolutionary act in one moment. Yeah. You know, that changes the world when we allow ourselves to speak up, when we fill our own space with this energy that's, that's ours to have. Yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter how we do that, whether it's words or paint or movement or whatever. It just, it's just, but, but that's what's going on behind the scenes, isn't it? Yeah. It's like this intelligence is, is saying no more. Yeah. And we're, we're doing the work that needs to be done by, by speaking up, letting our voice speak and filling up the space for however we do it. Being ourselves. 
Oh, God. It just feels so much better to be ourselves, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing I love about the writing is like you have such a distinct voice. It's your voice. Nobody else's. It's yours. Yeah, I love, I love the way that it's, a, it's an uncovering, not a striving. Mm-hmm. Or a finding. That's what she, Jewel, said. And I love that. Oh, I just uncovering who I am. I'm not discovering it because I already know it's here. Yeah. Oh. We're, we're, we're coming to our end of our conversation. And is there anything you would want fellow writers to know or somebody who's interested in writing? Oh, I have nothing wise to say other than why not? (laughs) (laughs) Like it, it is, I can't, I can't think of anything that has, that has meant more to me in the last five years than my writing class. Like it's, it is hallowed ground for me. Oh, wow. And it's an amazing gift to give yourself. And it's not even about the writing. Like, yeah, you'll become a better writer if you start doing it. But it's, it's all the side effects that are the good stuff. Yeah. You're giving your gift, your, the gift of yourself. Yeah. Okay, where do people find you? You can find me at mermonson.com. M-E-R-M-O-N-S-O-N. Okay, and it will be on the bio and the link. And I can't thank you enough. I have loved our conversation. Amen, sister. Thank you so much, Anna. You're welcome.